born in trouble. And that's all we get of that. Welcome to the 47th episode of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. How y'all doing this evening? With my illustrious guest and panel, back on the west side, Mr. Gene Hopkins. Hey, just for a couple days, looking for the, some answers. Like, uh, I don't want to see a real picture of uh, the Mitchell dude's father. But go ahead. Which Mitchell? All right, well, we'll we got to wait, wait. That's the new wait, coach wait. of the uh, Houston, Texas. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I want to I wanna see one. his father. <laughs> I'm from Detroit, home of the Supremes and Motown. The Jackson Five, well, actually, they're from Flint. And City no, Wings. You're from Gary, Indiana. 2896 West Grand Boulevard. West Grand Come Boulevard. Come on down and get you some. Come get you some That's Amish right. girls. Mr. Grant Lancaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the Jacksons are from Gary, Indiana. Yeah, but they made their way to they Jackson made their Gary, Indiana. They made their way up to Detroit to get their fortune. You know, so True. You know, so they're, sure. they're kind of Detroit. Yeah, Joe Jackson had them on the Chitlin Circuit for show. Sure. There you go, the Chitlin Circuit. That's something most people don't know mm-hmm. about. So, as we were getting into the show before, I was th- we were talking about it, and I was thinking about calling it the Mass Show because there's not really much going on right now. It's like pretty much status quo. Um, same stuff we talked about last week. Uh, Joe Rogan has been going backwards. There's been some interesting COVID things that have changed. With I know at least in New York State, they um, released all of the restrictions of the governor, um, took away the indoor dining restriction. It's only up to New York State now, or new actually New York City, and the new mayor, Eric Adams, to release the mandates that would... St- allow for indoor dining again. So we're seeing the downswing in the COVID virus situation. Um, And beyond that, the same shit. People still bitching about what's going on with Trump. Inflation is through the roof. Joe Biden is still a day older. Uh, Black people still catching hell. What is it, fellas? What's going on? Let's check back on this COVID shit. So I, I don't know if y'all heard, but uh, you know that the Ambassador Bridge. So there's there's two major bridges to Canada: the Ambassador Bridge and the Blue Water Bridge. The Ambassador Bridge is the is the one that's right off of, right in Detroit. Um, but the truck drivers are refusing to go because they want to they want to uh, restrict they want they got they want the vaccine the mandates for the vaccine pulled back. So shit is just backed up. Like the the lines the lines are like three miles fucking long. They shut down a Ford plant. It's all type of shit happening around here. Because Canada won't. So just I know. Right? And yeah, they talking about Canada, doing something similar to uh, in L.A. during the yeah, Super Bowl. You can't. So so a lot of uh, a lot of commerce is is being affected, and I mean you know you. You you think about just the shit that's on the trucks, but it's not just that. You know, if you let's say you you getting rerouted, you know what I mean. Like if you try to reroute to another another way, now you, you delayed. You can on, the truck drivers can only be on the, on the road. I think like fourteen hours a day. Mm. So you know if you get if you get a if you get a three hour detour plus another three hour delay, 
you know, now you, you talking you talking a, a extra days driving at least. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of it's a, a huge domino effect that can be on this thing. You know, it's interesting you say that because I was looking into it. You know, my you know my dad was an over the road truck driver, and sure. you know, and I was peeping like the the trip that up to Detroit. You know what you would have to take. It seems like the shortest way to go is the is there a cut way with going up through New York State is through Canada. That'll bring you like you go through well, Canada for yeah. a little bit. And yeah, I was if you go if you go on upstate, yeah. And I was wondering how that mandate, how that mandate actually affects everything, because of the fact that, you know, if you're not vaccinated, you can't go to Canada at all, right? That's right. that's basically what they're mm-hmm. complaining about. They want to change that. They want to get rid of that law. You think it's too early right. to get rid of that law? You think that you know? I think I think yeah, the conversation. I, mean, I, I think the conversation is well past due, personally. The law that says that you cannot go to Canada if you are not vaccinated? Is that what you're say, asking about? Well, I'm th- I'm talking about laws in general because really what they're what they're doing what they're doing right there, I don't see how that's gonna work. That's kind of like you're trying to force a Canada's a sovereign nation. It's not, you know, I don't even know where where is the capital of Canada? What's the capital city of Canada? Toronto if you're partying there that weekend? You know, so it's like, are you going to, are you going to actually overrun? What are you going to overrun there? It's like, you you can't have an insurrection in Canada. So how are you going to force them? Is this blockade really going to be successful? What's the chances of success with this? I mean, if you, if you shut business down, bro, you know, money, money rules the world. So if, if truck drivers stop doing what they're doing, Everybody would be fucked. It's not just it's not just, you know, people going that are trying to get to Canada. Truck drivers make a lot of shit happen that people just kind of, it just kind of goes. It happens behind the scenes. People don't really recognize that shit. But truck drivers do they do a they make a lot of shit move. And if these jokers stop doing what they're doing, everybody gonna be fucked. And they're gonna have to they that's they would have to ease. They would have to ease back on the law. Now, why are the truck drivers uh, protesting or striking? Because or, they, or... It's, it's, they got it, you can't get into Canada unless you're vaccinated. The drivers don't necessarily. Yeah, that's, that's have, silly on Canada's part. Well, if the science <clears throat> says that you can still transmit being vaccinated, I don't understand. I don't understand why why, why uh, for, uh, the reason for a mandate. Well, that's the conversation that that's, we're having that's all the narrative. over. That's the conversation we're starting to have yeah. all over. So they should stop driving. Shit, fuck it. You know, Joe Rogan. But that's that's the it, exactly. That's where I was going. Joe, go ahead, what? Joe Rogan. You know, Joe, Joe Rogan. He's been Joe. he's been having these conversations about COVID and during during the entire thing, and they canceled him. We talked about him last week. You know, and. Um, Somebody had that reel ready to go, boy. What reel? Somebody yeah, had oh, yeah. that reel ready to go, and and they probably well, warned them. Oh, you mean the get black off that COVID thing? shit? Oh, the black with the. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, they had. Yeah, they were laying for them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was an ambush. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 wait. Before wait, Grant, I want you to continue after I say this, but I just want to say, well done on the ambush. 
Well done. <laughs> well done. Go ahead. But it, it it's just like we talked about last week. They when they signed Joe Rogan, they knew who he was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was it was no surprise. Some of the episodes they didn't even they didn't even uh, have on Spotify available for you to read for you to hear. Right. So now all of a sudden, he starts talking shit about you know the COVID and the vaccine and shit, and they and you know that's not the narrative that America is pushing. So okay, fuck it. Well, we gonna we gonna start putting some of this shit out there, put some pressure on Spotify, put some pressure on Joe Rogan. I mean, it's there's there's a, there's a bigger plan, man. It's a bigger plan. We don't we don't. I don't know what it is, but there's definitely a bigger plan. Yeah. Well, this, you, you know, know what I have noticed? I have noticed this. All these damn HBCU scholars that I have on my goddamn friends list. Mm. For some reason, I'm attracted to them. But anyway, all of them uh, who've been who've been <laughs> telling people to get vaxxed and this, that, and everything else, I ain't heard a peep from their ass mm. since truth has started seeping out more and mm. more. Because I just have one simple question. You know, you're so adamant about uh, getting everybody vaxxed and this and that, but just give me the value considering that the vaccinated person can still transmit. Just give me the value. And so what it comes down to is this is a simple, this is a simple, it's a personal life insurance policy. So you're getting berated now for not having a life insurance policy. And that means that the vaccine is only good for you and, and, and your well-being if, if, if that's the case. Uh, and that's the only value to it is the person supposedly uh, looking out for themselves, which is what life insurance is, right? <laughs> you know, and so, and so, if, if so, so basically, you know, people. I mean, they are trying to force everybody to have the insurance policy for themselves. I think, a but lot of, this is much deeper, you know. I think a lot of it is like we're we're experiencing a time of desperation where, um, what do they call that? Intellectual. When they say that your intellectual dishonesty is what's going on and they don't want to have the conversation about intellectual honesty when it comes to COVID. There are some things that there are some things with COVID that are absolutely positively true that you really should be common sense. And there are some things that are absolutely positively untrue. But the only way you have a conversation is by going from one extreme to the other and getting to the middle. And there, this is like a concerted effort to stop that conversation from happening. So now we're now we're in the Gestapo when we're in the, you know, we're in the in the place where like free speech actually is under siege at this point. I like I said last week. I you don't have to believe what Joe Rogan says. I don't listen to that motherfucker's show, but he should have the right to say it, you know. And so it's like any place and. The fact that you're afraid of Joe Rogan, like, this isn't Albert Einstein having a conversation about it, saying with with any type of certainty that electrical current flows this way. You know, this is, I mean, I'll kick you in the head and you kick me in the head. And like, you know, Joe Rogan, MMA, this is like, you know, he's doing a a 30-minute set at a comedy shop. You know, this is who you're, who like is supposed to like take down the free world. 
That's a that is, that right. within but, itself is kind of scary to me. That is the scariest part about it to me because we're not talking about someone that really has some type of um, essence or like strength or like you know this is just he's just a normal guy. So you're afraid of Joe Rogan yeah. having a conversation about this? But his his strength is the fact that he has a hundred million followers, and that whether whether we want to believe it or not, we we worship celebrity in this in this country how how the, how the fuck else do you think a, a, a joe rogan i mean like a kim kardashian or whatever celebrity dave Chappelle and his and his uh you know doing doing the things that he's doing in in uh ohio talking about um if they put up a uh there's some sort of uh, public yeah. housing going up, he's gonna take his shit down well, I mean, and I don't, I don't know the whole story. So I I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Much. Dave yeah. is a conscious brother and they're not telling the details of whether or not that was a, that, that was uh, a, va- I mean, a value add or, ha- or the, the details of that supposedly affordable housing project. And so and I, I think that. it's in, I think it's in the details, uh, the trickery and the fuckery that, that, that he smacked down. I'm, but, I'm you with know, that. But what I'm saying is, uh-huh. what I'm saying is, it's about the celebrity. It's not about what they're actually, what they're actually doing. What they're, what they're doing is, it, it seems like it should be insignificant. Yeah, uh-huh. the celebrity to me he seems froze, the celebrity to me seems to be a little bit more boring than like. What are you a celebrity for? You know, Joe Rogan is like we like we discussed it. If you go through last week when we had that conversation, that was a really good conversation. And I listened to it and I was like, hmm, you know, say like, damn, Joe Rogan. He was a bit player on a series that I actually used to like. I used to crack up at watching just shoot me. And then he just like he just came up from there. But he was like a bit player, like a fourth or fifth guy that just found podcasting and you know it blew up for him and everything and that's what makes him a great big celebrity but there's not there's nothing really interesting about joe rogan but you know per se by himself you know this isn't like the like the stars of yesteryear like lucille ball who was a model and used to sing and dance you know or sammy davis jr who was like you know a quadruple threat or Frank Sinatra. Right. These people had talent, you know, and they were going out and they were allowed to do different things and allowed to be human. And in this small world that we live in, it always comes back to the same things. You're not allowed to make mistakes. You're not allowed to be human. But those are, those are the things that make you interesting. The crazy shit that people Stern do on the is radio what makes still? you different. Yeah. But he's actually, he's actually now... Yeah, now he's actually all. How did he not too. get canceled? Well, now, well, because he goes with the tide as it goes. So right now, people want the people, the powers that be, want you to push the vax, and they want you to punish everyone that's not taking the vax. So Howard Stern has jumped in line with that, and he has how he feels about the vax, and that's what he says. And really, when you look at that, even when it comes down the line with that stuff. It's all these old people that are at that are in danger from the the vaccine from COVID more than anyone else. Neil Young, you know, that guy is older than dirt. Mm-hmm. He's older than dirt, and he's mad at people. 
Howard I just, just want to, I'm telling you, I just want to know, I want to know what their real agenda is because there's no logic behind this. Population. You know, after the gig is up, if, you understand the vaccinated people can transmit. What 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 are we getting at here? What what do they want everybody to have that in them for? Okay. What's what's the science so you, behind wanting somebody to live? What if a person don't want to live? Okay, I, me, I guess you know what is it? You know what I'm saying? Let, uh, it, or, let me field this and we'll and we'll turn the show into a conspiracy show. You know, in about two seconds because this is what I really actually believe. These things and these vaccines are about population control and controlling the masses as much as anyone else. You know, everyone talks about COVID and how bad it is, and nobody talks about what is actually in the shot, how it actually changes your DNA, or not your DNA, your RNA, and how it actually works, and how these types of proteins and how this these um, vaccines have been changed over. And this is the beginning of a new way of doing vaccines. They're not doing vaccines like the polio vaccine or any of those other. This is something new. Okay, so when you see that meme, when people say, well, you took this vaccine and it was okay," and so on, so on, so forth. Just remember that they don't know what they're talking about, because if they did, they would understand that this vaccine and I'm going to call it a vaccine for right now is something new in the world of vaccines. It's maybe tried once or twice with another vaccine with how it actually works inside your body. And there are so many drawbacks with this that or so many side effects that they're not talking about or that they don't talk about, the effects that it's had on women's menstrual cycles, the um, fact that some people have just taken the shot and really died a week or two later and everything. Oh, that's nothing. It's not an adverse effect. And they're finding more and more long-term effects with this shot. And what do we have in the United States of America? We have a for-profit medical system. Okay, we don't cure shit in the hospitals. We don't cure shit. We deal with pain management, but we don't deal with cures. If you want cures, that's a different tax bracket. Curing medicine is a different tax bracket and a lot of times a different country. Okay, so you can forget about that Spotify money, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm not even listen. I'm not even I'm not even worried about that. Well, if they want to listen, Spotify, if they want to sneak one in there, they'll they'll come and they'll get me. But, you know, other than that, but this is what but this is what it is. There are all these things that are put in here. What do you you know, like we've said before in the show, how many drugs have they have they gone through? Someone like, you know, did a list of drugs that they've actually had that people have taken and. The negative effects that it's had on people's livers or hearts or, you know, vital organs and made them, it just makes them into customers. It turns you into a customer of the medical system. And that's what it's all about. When you have a movement like you have right now of clean eating and clean food, then you're going to have to, you're going to have to take that out somehow. You can't have everybody eating beans and living to fucking 80 years old. You can't. The the economy doesn't cover that. It doesn't it doesn't we're not an economy where where we want older people to live. You know, as you get older, right. you're not productive. They want you to die. And right now, those numbers are even going down. They they try to like they really want you done by our age. They want you like, you know, not being a part of anything. 
So this is all a part of population control. And what people need to remember is that today's 20-year-old is tomorrow's 50-year-old. And it goes like that. And the more, and that's what I feel like it is. I feel like it's a part of business as usual. They made a lot of money off of this. They made a lot of money off of this. And don't tell me it's about yeah. saving lives. They don't really care about, I don't see how many, how many lives were saved. They're worried about it getting out of control. It's no longer out of control. So now you want to do this. I'm going to tell you, I, I, I almost don't even care what their agenda is. I really don't. Whether it's a righteous one or an evil one, the only thing I can go on is history. Mm. <laughs> that's right. how, that's right. the only thing I can make my decision on. Not what you say, but what you've done. Yes. You know right. what I'm yes. Shit. And, and so that's why, uh, as far as me and this temple goes, I'm, I'm a whole off on that. I'm trying to tell I you. I don't trust y'all. And I don't care how many intelligent people come up to me and say, I trust the science. Mm. Well, you ain't a scientist, right. though. Exactly. So how do you even validate the science? <laughs> right. You're not a scientist. Right. Right. So, you know? You see, you seen Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. When they, yeah. Uh, they inject the shit in them, and if they get out of line, they could blow their heads up. Yeah. I mean, who knows, who, who's to say it's not that? You know what I mean? I mean oh, yeah. Uh, automatic it, stop, it you know? Drop it. Drop the. Drop these thirty percent right here. Yeah, the hard stop. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Yeah, the the, the Thanos snap. Right. Yeah, it's it's Thanos snap. Yeah, and you know what the thing is is that no one's wrong for being a conspiracy theorist. No, but I mean, what what are you saying? They don't have a justification for saying something's funny. For thinking something's afoot, there's no justification. Are you kidding me? It's, it's, <laughs> that and that is the crazy part. That is the crazy part. You know, because they'll tell you that you're crazy, but there is like fifty. There are fifty different stories and fifty different things where people believe that they were being. T- oh yeah, take this for your liver. Take this for your. Take this for your heart medication and everything. Motherfuckers right. pop up dead like right away, and it's like, oh well, it wasn't we? Man, let me we tell didn't you, have the information. What, what can you say? In, in 2011, I think I went to. I finally went to. Uh, a, I went to the doctor for something, and he was like, "Your blood pressure's high. You got to, you know." Uh, and then you know, I read all these articles about. You know, cats just kill over because, you know, hypertension, this, that, and everything else, right? So I said, cool, you know, and he gave me some uh, pills to bring the blood pressure down. And I took some pills just before I was on my way to work, a pill or whatever. I had to stop at the hospital, man. My damn tongue swole up. Mm. My fingers, everything swole up, this, that, and everything else, right? Mm. Come to now. Fast forward, that shit has been discontinued. I forget the name of the Ooh. of the type of medicine they was giving out back then, uh, but the shit <laughs> they don't they don't even give that out anymore. And it was approved. You know what I'm saying? But but that but as far as that doctor in front of me was was concerned, it was a matter of life and death. Yeah, and you- for me, uh, you know, uh, getting on these pills right now. But then when I get on the pills, I have an allergic reaction to the pills and stuff. And guess what? I didn't even care what they had to say about this, that, and everything else. I just dropped them goddamn pills till uh, I went to a doctor in twenty in two thousand twenty sixteen, and 
And uh, he was speaking intelligently to me like, yo, we're going to try this low dose, but we're going to try this pill that actually repairs along with this and that and so on and so forth. Oh, oh, oh God. But he studied. Yeah. One thing I know about doctors, because I had a mentor that was a doctor, is some of the, they're like mechanics. If you're not reading current manuals and this and that and everything else mm-hmm. about new things discovered when it comes to uh, biology and, and, and chemistry and everything else, you ain't up on the new shit. Mm-mm. You working on it? I mean, you were you you still working with a box wrench, and everybody else is using air air tools. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Uh, and, so, and so, so doctors doctors don't just get a pass because they got a PhD. Scientists don't just get a pass because they have some type of credential next to their name. Shit, I mean, you know, uh, we 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 go back a hundred years and look at the science then uh, compared to what it is now. And Look that, at the bullshit they used to teach. And, all and that, all that shit means is that you stuck in there long enough to get it. Right. And that, <laughs> is, and that is exactly and that is exactly the point. You know, and when you're dealing in a for-profit system, pharmaceutical companies pay a lot of money to push their drugs. And where do you think yes, that sir. they're spending that money? How do you think who's if you're listen, let's just break it down simple. You want to sell some weed, okay? Are you going to go someplace where they don't, where nobody knows anyone who smokes weed? Or are you going to go to the place where the weed, the people who want weed are most likely going to go? So in this case, the doctors are the ones that are prescribing all of the medications. And that's where all the money goes. The money goes to pay these guys to put these prescriptions through. And it's like you said, Gene, you know, if you don't read the manuals, what these pharmaceutical companies are telling these doctors is, don't read the manuals. We read them for you. And this will work. And it's a, it's a, it's an actual, it's a decision that the doctor makes. Yeah. And before you actually, it's not even them telling them don't read these. No, no, it's It's the lazy ass money grubbing doctor that doesn't read it. Exactly. And they say, you know what? While you're not reading, or maybe you might want to read it, take this fucking all 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 um expense paid trip in to the Bahamas for you and your family while you right. think about what you're going to prescribe. Now you talk. Okay? Now you That's talk. where all that money is going into. So if you're gonna tell me to trust a doctor, when you have doctors that come from Europe to the United States Strictly because of the pay structure of doctors in the United States. Not because they want to save more lives, but because they get to do less and they get paid more. And they get paid more. It's a for-profit system. It's fucked up all the way. So you can believe that shit. You can sit there and say that shit all you want. But it's really about what's going on. And some of these nurses know better. Some of these doctors know better. That's why a lot of them quit their jobs or were forced to take the vaccine because they couldn't afford to quit their jobs because they know that a lot of this shit is experimental and that's the part they don't want to admit but I guarantee you one year from now maybe two years from now you're going to start to hear the term experimental in this vaccine start to come out more in conversation and in discussion as they go through the numbers and they get all of the information based upon who was vaccinated and who wasn't, how many times, and how their bodies responded to it. 
And you're gonna I hope that. I hope nothing happens because you know most of the people I love got the vax. Yeah. Well, you know, I you know, get... I, I hope I'm the one wrong if somebody got to be wrong. But yeah. you know, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing to take that chance. Yeah, right, right. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, what will happen is that is that you know eventually their bodies will repel whatever that is, or it becomes it just won't become a you know a thing. It just won't become a thing. Yeah, and you know, again, you know, these oh. folks be playing the long game. We don't know if that was step step one or step ten. You know, saying <laughs> shit. I mean, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. that could right. just be a foundation move. You know what I'm saying? A psychological move. How would we know? You know, uh, just to see. You know, get a gauge on how many people just gonna do what they told. Yep. Only you know where we at tell. with that. Only time will tell. The truth of the matter uh, is, how, how quick, how scary are people still? We don't. We can't. We can't scare. Look, we can't scare them much anymore with fire and brimstone. Mm-mm. You know that's what used to have the whole country shook. You know what I'm saying? Your mm-hmm. ass is going to hell for eternity. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> but right. now, now the people are like, oh, we can't scare them with that anymore. Let's just go ahead and see what kind of fear buttons we got. Go ahead, throw up a. You're gonna die if you don't take this uh, message and see how many take it. Yeah. Or, or you know, this is the best course of the country message, and let's just see how many people are gonna patriotically get in line to take that shot. You know, patriot. So I don't know. I mean, it could be a bunch of things, but or none of them. Uh, it just could be, uh, you know, just uh, some type of revenue-driven uh, product. Yeah, I mean, pro- it's product. You know what I'm saying? The problem is no. The problem is nobody knows, and the other problem is that though nobody knows, somebody is still speaking with the surety. As to what action should Yeah, that is the problem. And because of that... I mean, sit down. And that that really makes me weary. Like, I was talking to someone, and, like, they didn't realize... Like, first thing, first thing is, like, everybody always thinks that you're just, like, getting your information off of the internet or whatever. The first person I spoke to about this whole virus vaccination thing, or the first person that we actually... I was actually privy to the conversation was a scientist who actually works in vaccinations and has been working in the vaccination field for over 40 years. So when I wanted to get information as to what was going to happen, this is before they had a vaccine as they were going through it. I just basically listened to him. I listened to a doctor who was very high up. I can't, I won't say who it is, what his opinions were and medical staff, I just happened to be in a situation where my daughter actually worked at a hospital at the time, and we have a lot of connections with people who work in hospitals, our nurses are like made that a profession. And the one thing we don't do is ask for anyone to go on the record. And I'm not going to tell people what those conversations were. And then they say, oh, well, you know, then he could just be making it up and Maybe I am, so, you know, fuck it, don't listen to me. I'm cool with that. You know, I'm cool with that. But I listened to their advice and what they were saying, the pros and the cons. And not everybody has bad things to say about the vaccines. It's not as if you get a constant barrage of bad information. There is some positive in there. There's also some negative in there. And there's also some reason in there. That's not that's not what you get with the conversation everywhere else. That's not what we're getting. What we're getting is one-sided, do it this way. And even Winston said that 
as these viruses go along, they tend to lose strength and each iteration becomes a little bit weaker. So now we saw the weakest uh, version of COVID so far and they're going to the next thing. What nobody ever talks about also is that there are parts in Africa where only like 12% of the population was like, was ever vaccinated and they have no COVID problem whatsoever. They've seen no deaths whatsoever. So that would say something to me about the genetics, or it could say something to me about the diet, but it definitely says something to me about the fact that nobody wants to talk about that shit or even take a deeper look into the numbers as to why that occurred. Why did it occur? Yeah, well, you know, they're talking about, uh, you know, they're talking about lifting restrictions and stuff, and then, you know, five minutes later, you, you'll see something come across the wire that says, uh, record day for deaths. Right. <laughs> on COVID, you know, and then, I mean, in the same day that you that you're hearing about what what will restrictions look like here, what will restrictions look like there, the schools and everything else. I'm gonna tell you something, man. <laughs> Whatever you call me, any type of conspiracy theory you want, but I'm just I, I'm I'm over it all. I'm over what comes across that what people call news and information that that is to be relied on. I'm over the. The topics that they're always pushing on the goddamn news. I mean, I'm mm. I'm I'm about drained with this COVID thing. The mm. misinformation is just incredible. So incredible. now what they're doing is you're you're becoming villainized. They're gonna they're gonna um, they're gonna turn you into a villain if uh, if you're not pro-vax. I mean, actively pro-vax and, and not only vaxed. You almost need to be, you know, uh, you you have to be on board. And I think, but but as I, as I see people who are on board and are going hard for it, I think that's even a psychological thing. After you got the vax, you can't call yourself a fool. So what are you going to do? You call everybody. You going you, you going to be. You yes, don't be wrong. you're going to scream from the, be the mountaintop. You know, yeah. you <laughs> I'm on this side of the fence now. Yeah, you don't want to be. Wrong. You know. Isn't, isn't that isn't that human nature though? Like when you whatever whatever it is you identify with, don't you you ride hard for it, right? Right. Yeah. So so if yeah so, but that's they ride your point, your point X right. But to X's point about everybody being so adamant that their side is right, right? Whether you whether you get vaccine get the vaccine or not, but why can't why can't two things be right at the same time? Thank you. Why can't it? Why can't it? Why can't it be good for some people and not good for other people? I'm just That's saying, not the American why can't way. I just have, why can't I just have my choice? It's not the American because, way. Because you know what? I get it. That that goes counter to everything that not only that they're trying to do with this vaccine, but what they're trying to do with culture. Every they're trying to get everyone to fit into one box and walk in the same way. The same way if you go on Amazon. Like my lady pointed out to me, she's like, look, you go on Amazon, you look to buy a dress. It's the same dress. All these people are buying these same dresses online and having them shipped out. The same T-shirts are out there online being shipped out. It's like, mm-hmm. and then anything that goes counter to that, to that message is being singled out and destroyed. So 
you're never going to have society again where you have these outliers or these interesting people who are living interesting lives because they have you trained that you point them out when they're not doing what you're doing or you put them on camera and you put them on blast so that way everybody sees what they were doing as it was wrong. So that way we can all make a snap moral judgment based upon what's going on right now. And it ain't fucking right. It's not right. This this whole thing, like, I can even take on, like, getting back to what you said, Gene, I can even take on the one town that has the record deaths out of no place. You know, let's find out why every place else in the world, COVID deaths are going down, and there's this one place over here where you probably got 260-pound people who are eating meat and potatoes all day long and not wearing masks and haven't been wearing masks and have been walking around, breathing on each other and still sleeping with that, sleeping with whoever they are, going out to the whole downs. And sooner or later, that shit gets so strong that it just starts taking them all out. You know what I'm saying? That could be the wow. reason why. That could be the reason. Why. Yeah. You know, I say, well, you say, well, but right. But suppose that is the actual true scenario. Right. You know, yeah, hey. in which case, more than one thing is true. Should they have been vaccinated? Probably. Should they have been wearing masks? Probably. Should they have not been dating their cousins or sisters? Probably. Should they have not been eating those same foods that they were eating? Probably. You know, but there are truths in there. There's truth in there. You can make a, you can do one or, one or two do things different. And then maybe yesterday you don't have that great big, death toll in the city of what's going on. But I tell you what, if you go someplace in Africa where they're not doing this and they've dealt with like they've dealt with all these different terminal diseases and illnesses for generations and they're not taking this vaccine and they're running around living their normal lives and never really stopped. It makes you wonder. One percent of the population. One percent. Yeah, it's actually it's less than that because I saw the new numbers is nine hundred grand, and I mean you got to get to three point six million just to be at one percent. That's crazy. So you know, uh, so uh, you know what is that? Point three percent. What's the actual agenda? You know, or, or whatever. Why are you? You know, get- so 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 no. Well, they're not giving that information out, they're, but they give they give the horror or the. The, the hospitals are overrun, okay? That should mean record profits. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> you know what You gotta sell it. Well, you, you know, know exactly, well, you, you know gotta what? sell it. But you, you know, know what? Yeah, you it's not, it's right. not just that. Because, like, you know, they've also fired one-fourth of the hospital staff. One-fourth of the hospital staffs across the country are also gone. Really? One quarter, 25%? 25% have really? been impacted by wow. this COVID mandate. A lot of them would not take this. 25%. So you have 25 So now capacity means something different than it did two years ago. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because if you've got 25% less staff, you can't run at 100% capacity. And if you are, like you said... Profits are good, right? You know, 
Oh yeah, because they ain't well, stopped charging. They ain't stopped good. billing somebody for that visit. Yeah, they're generally good in the hospital. Yeah, you know. So, so but but no, and I, that's not even a knock on them. I think they have a righteous person purpose, but we have we have we have gone far from it. Everybody you know, and and, that, and 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 <laughs> what an unbridled uh, capitalism, capitalism shit. There you go. And that's all, you, know, you, can't, you, know. you can't, if you're a capitalist, you can't argue with it against. That's the fatal flaw of capitalism. You can never argue against people making profits, even if it's to the detriment of the people on the whole. If people are dying in there and they're the whole um, mission accomplished of a corporation is to continue to grow no matter what. So if you got to make more money right. by laying off, you've got to lay off 100 people. In order to make that profit sheet look better, guess what? Those jobs don't matter. If you got to go. give out a thousand more vaccinations in order to make sure that in the future your actuaries, the actuaries know. They see what the data is. They but see he- what's happening with livers. They see what's happening with kidneys and internal organs. They're seeing the people that are taking the shot and they ended up bedridden. They're seeing the difference in... People, women who are having more different difficult pregnancies during this entire thing. So um, a lot of women. So if you're having a difficult pregnancy and you lose one child during COVID, well, sometimes when a woman loses a child, that's her chance. So, well, let me let, let me say this just to, just so that uh, we we stay connected to uh, to Grant's uh, uh, original. Uh, information. Yeah, look, them dollars gonna stop when them truck drivers stop, and they gonna figure out a way to make a loophole for their ass mm-hmm. if not anybody else. Mm-hmm. Right. And everything's yeah. gonna be a ICB individual case basis. But they, you know, they probably willing to pivot on, on on anything to get back on track. But the general story to the masses is gonna be this is the, the direction we want everybody to go or else. And these truck drivers are saying, oh, okay. Uh, you know, uh, I think because we have information at our fingertips now that we understand our power a little bit more than if we, you know, if if we went, you know, if if it wasn't in our face, that's the thing about the internet, man, makes people dumber, but it makes people, uh, uh, I mean, but, and at the same time, uh, it liberates folks. If you want to be liberated, there's no perfect no, no better tool than I mean. There's very few better tools than that because that's where the information is. It liberates people, but it also makes it harder for them to put the pieces of the, to the puzzle together. You have more information, but you don't. You have less ability and less um, teaching of how to actually get from point A to point B to point C. You talking about new people? I'm t- yeah, well, because we 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 got the good foundations. So we got to don't worry about that. You listen, know what I'm saying? We're 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 good, but you know what? A lot of people, yeah. a lot of people that are of our generation have actually abdicated our way for the new ways because they feel like it's easier too. They'd rather be lazy. And like, you know, those truckers, though, I can tell you from experience, they're not stupid. They're out there blocking those roads. You know why they're blocking those roads? I know what the conversation was about. That conversation was about automated trucks. Automated trucks. Oh, it's not about COVID? It's about COVID. It's about COVID. But if you want to solve that problem, how do you solve that problem? You take an automated truck. You take a truck, you load it up in the United States, no driver, 
It drives itself over the border. And then the next person, someone who's vaccinated, picks it up and goes. And that has catastrophic, catastrophic um, types of consequences for the trucking industry. Because they've been trying to get rid of truckers and been cutting them at the knees, cutting them off at the knees for years and years. Like I said, my daddy was a trucker. I know a lot of truck drivers. I've driven them myself and done different things. They are basically yeah. Clyde was a truck driver. Cats. My stepfather. Yeah, yeah. And he made good money. You know, it, and he made good money back then. I'm pretty sure. Right. What a it's a miserable existence. But a, I guess you know. Yeah. It, I, I knew what I didn't want to do. Right, exactly. <laughs> Listen, truck with him. I makes, knew what I wasn't. That makes do. two of us. That makes two of us. But it <laughs> was know? a good. Li- but it was a good living. You can make some money there. Now, oh yeah. Now, the money that he made and the money that my father made is probably cut in half today, as opposed to what they. No, that, that well, money. it's cut in half. Yeah, the, well, as far as a value is concerned, it's cut in half. Because there were there were many more opportunities. Now these truckers, a lot of these guys, you got to bust your ass if you're going to make that money. You can still make money driving freight, but that's one of the reasons why they're so worried about these automated trucks coming in. Because once they get that automation in, then they can cut the salaries down to. It's the cost of buying a truck, and everything. And after a certain yeah, but you know what? You know what cost is going to go up, right? When those trucks you know what cost they're gonna have to cover? Hacking the damn hits, hacking all the yeah. hits because yeah. <laughs> you know, look, yeah. you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna go back to mafia days when they used to knock trucks over. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Take this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking yeah. about the hitters are gonna be out in full force, but oh, you mean to tell me there's no human element? Oh shit, those, this ain't nothing but grand larceny. Yeah, it's no it's it's right. no longer our robbery, you know what yep. I'm saying? We're going to hit this truck. Hitting the trucks as they're moving <laughs> on the highway. It's like, so, you know, but that's 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 innovation in commerce that happens within the within the great American um, system of free market. That's the free market system, too. And innovation causes new innovation. It's coming, though, Grant. It's coming. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, just... Uh, what uh what's the word uh humanless machines that transport and do every other thing you know that they they that don't require a human you know whether it's a truck a plane uh they don't even a truck they, they don't want to take something that's made for a human to drive uh if a machine's going to do it they'll probably make it 10 times more efficient you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. <laughs> you, you don't need to have a seat and this and that. <laughs> no more cold. Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 going to be everywhere though. The, the automation is the automation is is being it, it's almost being mandated because people are not trying to work the way that they used to work anymore. So, just as as an example, in a restaurant, they have machines that are that are taking orders. They have machines that are delivering food like to the tables. They have machines that are cleaning the bathrooms. They have they have robots that are doing all of this shit already, right? I mean, they're a little pricey, and I because I've looked at them, they're a little pricey, but it's relative though. Because if I if I could buy one, let's say I bought one for fifteen racks, let's say it ain't never gonna miss a day. It ain't never gonna take a day off. So it's so it's well worth it for me to 
invested 15 grand into this into this robot that can do this fucking work that I can't right now I can't pay nobody to do. Right. Right. So which is what? Wash the wings. You talking about wash your wings? No, it ain't it ain't that advanced yet, but okay. it's coming. It's coming. Huh? Yeah. If I could just get a machine yeah. to wash these wings, what I'm talking about I triple my revenue, yeah. goddammit. Yeah, well, Yeah, all, that's all I need you to do, baby. That's right. Yeah, so what a machine. No, you know I was looking God, I God. saw a, a machine on TV that was uh, making a pizza by itself or on some video or something. And I sat there and watched yeah. in amazement. I'm talking about from kit to caboodle, uh, just making yeah. it by itself. And what I was thinking, another thought that came in my mind was, yo, what if some shit was in the sauce? You don't have the human element to say, you know, say you, what if some, some type of back, t- what, what if some, some of the, one of the components leaked? Yeah, like, you know, oil into the food or some shit. You know what I'm saying? A hydraulic fluid. Uh, I mean, where the fail safe for that? But I guess they ain't worried about yeah, it. Shit, nah, they're not worried that's about more it. Dangerous things. They don't worry about it if you die, if you get sick, if you actually can live through their lawyers and um, get a settlement for however long you live and everything. It's just more money for you to spend on pizza. That's it. I ain't buying that pizza shit. You know, I, how, how, how can you, unless I see the robot make the sauce and cut the onions and shit, then you just bringing in some packaged up flavor. I mean, some packaged up sauce, you know, for well, that they, pizza. You well, know, they, it's, got a, they got a pizza. They got a pizza vending machine, bro. Like mm. a vend, they got a vending machine that'll make you a hot pizza right fucking now. I, I, yeah, think, I, think I heard about those. I think it's interesting that we we start the conversation with COVID and restrictions. And we're ending it in robots, and um, well, I, yeah, we talk about the, 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 the truckers in Detroit. Yeah, and but it's like, but it's still, it all carries over. It's like you're kind of you're showing that you're actually building the line and building the um, thread right there as to what the possibilities are for getting people to continue to take a COVID vaccine. You know, because one last thing, X. Sure. Don't don't we don't want to end it on that because I still want to ask about the new coach for the Texans <laughs> and oh, some of this NFL shit right because I saw this coming. Yo, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna so tell you what too. I saw. Oof. My perception. Preach. So uh-huh. I'm looking through. I'm looking. No, I, I either I'm either on the tube or I'm looking through the phone. Right. Mm-hmm. But I saw a light mention that this dude's father. Uh, this dude. Uh, was biracial and identifies as black, right? Mm. With no details around it. Mm. So I said, oh, that's bizarre because I was looking at him because his hair laid down, okay? So that's the only reason I was like, you know, I was like, I'm wondering if his father claims half black or if his father claims, you know, uh, you know, or if there's, or if this is some Elizabeth Warren shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. you know, I'm thinking, okay, you know, uh, and I, I do a Google search because they don't say no more about it. And, and it's just so suspicious that this is around the, the whole Brian Flores time. And, I, and I'm looking for pictures, and I promise you, there are no pictures of this man's father on Google right now or that I could find. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody has a picture, they have not floated the picture yet Sunday. because he's saying his mom's white and his, and his father is black. 
And the thing is, and the reason it's important is uh, uh, for so many reasons, but A, uh, uh, just to keep it, the NFL uh, honest, you know, which they ain't. But but uh, but B, I, you know, I want to see if if some if it, if it's if it's a plan amongst a, a few people. Like, look, this is what we're gonna do. Okay, you you once told me that you know your father's great grandfather was half African. <laughs> <laughs> See, have African, so. <laughs> so you're saying he's the round So the you know we gonna roll. Rousey. He's the round Rousey, round Rousey of the NFL. Man, I'm not gonna call him. I'm not gonna call him Rachel Dolas out just yet. Know, okay, you, you know what I'm saying. I'm, but 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 could be some Elizabeth Warren shit going on here. You know how she was Indian. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> she had like uh, three. Two percent of some shit in it, you know. Dude, I, I, oh, she did I, the DNA check. I saw Homeboy today for the first time. I never saw him speak. I never really saw a picture. I saw a quick picture of him, and in the picture he looked more ethnic than what he appeared like on yeah. TV. When I when they oh. when he was talking on TV before the graphic came up, you know, not like I was thinking about it in terms of race, but I'm thinking, who's the white dude? He's just like, right. you know, he just looks like a... Well, let me quote him. like every white dude. Let me quote him. There's no, I haven't experienced racism in my life. Of course he hasn't. Don't nobody fucking know my you mother, Nobody My, knows right, my mother did. Okay, because she married a black man. And of course my father did. But I haven't. And everybody's wondering what I identify with. You know, his statement now is I identify as human. Uh, so nice. the NFL, you know, but tried to, you know, you know, counter the the, uh, the the Brian Flores mess, which I'm thinking that it's not just going to go away and get swept under the rug because of the way Godell is asking now or acting now, you know, and the way they pivoted, they did a 180. Well, yeah, they they NFL knew that they was they was out of pocket when they just. I, they just out of their first response was just to dismiss the charges, saying there's no he don't have no foundation. That's just some bullshit. And then as as shit started coming out, they they had they had to you know moonwalk it back, mm-hmm. and Roger Goodell had to come out with another statement. So, but now here's it turned into tank the tanking game conspiracy they got to deal with right. now. Well, yeah, it's not yeah. even about you know racial yeah. disparity. And, and it's we, not. We touched, we touched on that last week because that was oh. to me that's. That's the thing. That was the thing that was most damning about what Brian Flores had to say. It wasn't so much about, I mean, we know, I don't yeah. expect, you know, I don't expect 80, 90 year old white folks to really give black folks a, a fair shake. I'm not, I'm, I'm just right. not here, right? right? Because I don't think that they, right. But when you start, but when you start talking about paying a coach to lose, right now, you, you know, now you in a different ball game, right? Now you, now you, now, and now you messing That's, with the, now you messing yeah. with the big money. You know what that is? Yeah, that's gambling. Vegas, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. the big money. Yeah, somebody, somebody, somebody there's, there's some holes being dug in the desert right now. But, but this, so this, this is, and we had, we had this conversation before. Um, my band Jeff Brown, he said it, he said it best. If you take all the ends out the NFL, that shit is defunct. Don't nobody want to see 22 mediocre, mediocre white motherfuckers doing nothing. 
Mm. Right? Right. So, so if yeah. I'm 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 a ride. I you know, I love the NFL. I love I love watching football. I play fantasy. You know that's my that's my passion. But if we decide we getting out, I'm out. See, oh, I'll be on it. Here, right? here's, here's, I tried to. Here's the deal, though. Here's the deal, though. I thought <laughs> Nobody, I, actually, yeah. I actually gave this some thought. And the thing is, the NFL, ain't, they're not making any changes other than giving lip service. A lot of people are tired of them giving lip service. I've heard, like, you know, a lot of people saying, listen, this is, enough is enough. You know, no more um, stickers on the helmets or these fake, like, you know, drives that you run that show you support and everything while you don't support and you don't hire. But nothing is going to change. And let me tell you why. The NFL is like the NFL is like the boxing gym, like the Kronk boxing gym back in the 80s. It's for the, it was for Detroit. That's what it is for Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Louisiana. It's their way to get out. So they're playing to this and they fund those programs that allow them to have youth football. If you don't have nothing else, you got a high school football team, you got a youth football program, and that's about it. That's where your money is going. And for that one kid to get out in that neighborhood every year, or for those couple of kids to get out every year for those neighbor from those neighborhoods, they're poorly educated, and they're one track. They got one track, and their track is to get to the NFL. So they have a right. feeder system. That system isn't is very rarely feeding like, you know, areas where there's a, a lot of money and like parents are really rich. You know, Will Smith's kids played football, they were pretty good for a while and everything. You didn't hear about them going pro or like, you know, doing anything beyond Who? Will Smith. Will Smith. His kids. His kid Which was ones? like a one of his one of his. Oh, you talking about the like, son? You're not yeah, talking about the, the oldest, yeah, okay. the oldest yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just using yeah. him as an as an yeah, example. Not, not the two, uh, two RT ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just using them. At, I'm just using like celebrity icon. kids as a, as an example. They might have the talent, but they don't have the drive or the desire, or the need. Those poor, poor kids that the NFL comes and they pull out, that the colleges first come and they pull out and they say, look, you can get a better life than what you're doing right now when you're living in shit and everything. And you can come here and you can live really good for four years. And if you do things well, maybe you can leave in two years and you can go get some real money and everything. But it's all contingent upon you just sticking your nose down and not causing waves and doing what it's going to have to do. An NFL career is so quick. It's like three, four years. You can't really get a movement going. A lot of these cats is good. So it's baked in the pie. They don't have to change shit. And they're not going to change shit. That's just basically my my point. Right. Yes. Speaking of that, but but Grant here, I'm still going to say this because I I believe this, man. It's just just in my gut. The NFL is, is in trouble because I think the feeder system is in trouble. I mean, you know, I don't have no proof until somebody shows me differently. I think the feeder system is in trouble. The more health, the more people start really, really accepting and and, and getting used to seeing CTE because it's not it's not going to get better. They're going to see more and more and more stories. I just saw a story about some dude died with CTE. I see one at a, on a, a more frequent occasion 
than before. And so I think what's mm-hmm. going to eventually happen is the NFL is going to be in trouble because the talent is going to go do something else. Same thing they did, same thing that happened to heavyweight boxing. All, all the talent went, went and did other shit. Yeah, they probably playing playing in the NFL. Sold crack. Well, that was the end of that. No, was the end man. Of that. The inner city was. The I'll inner tell city, you no, no, but it's true. Yeah, if we're, we're gonna if we're gonna be honest about it, the inner city drug trade is what killed the sport of boxing, and the guns in the neighborhoods is what killed the sport of boxing because people aren't fighting anymore. They can get their money. If you're a tough guy, you can get your money by taking it from someone else. So that's what killed it. So that's why you don't have these homegrown tough. U.S. American boxers. How are you going to have a tough American boxer where you punch somebody in the eye and he comes back later on and shoots you with his cousins? You know, that's why boxing yeah. is now a, it's now a, it's now a, a South American game for the most part. You get a brother every now and then coming out of there, but it's a South American game because the rules are different. So, well, well, maybe boxing was that. a bad example uh, for 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 uh, you know nah, the talent I going was, somewhere I think else. It was actually a perfect example, but, Gene. It was actually perfect. well taken. Yeah, it was actually a perfect oh, example. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe that it'll, it'll, it could happen, but it, it may take a hundred years before it happens. I don't think that. Poor, like it's like X said, it's it's a way out for a lot of people, right? The NFL, all sports like certain things. The NFL likes six three, two fifty runs a four three, right? That's mm-hmm. that's what the NFL likes. If you grow that kid, the the natural progression is going to push that kid toward playing that sport, whether or not, regardless of how intelligent he is or is not, he or he or she is or is not. It's a natural push for him to play that play that sport because he he fits the profile. Uh-huh. You see, what I'm saying it's not it's and 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 if he if if you're from a poor family and you have a kid that fits that profile, it's going to be even more pressed upon them to play that fucking game by everybody they see. Why you don't play right. football? Why, Why you don't play basketball? Right. Do you play basketball? Right. Do you, all that all that, Yeah, so, I get it. I get it. So it's 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 a lottery ticket. And we understand that it's a lottery ticket, but a lottery ticket being a being a, a one in a one in a billion shot don't stop people from buying fucking lottery tickets. It didn't stop mm. me from getting one yesterday. Right. So, <laughs> right. so, <laughs> right. so even, even though we know, even right. though we know the likelihood of them getting to getting to the league and having a long career, we understand that you know. Two, three, three years or whatever is is the average, and it's probably Tom Brady played twenty two, so that so he's skewed. the he's average skewed. ain't really ain't really three, right? Yeah. It ain't really and three. And he about to go make fucking twenty two. You get crazy Tom Brady, right and that now. number is yeah. going down. The number is going down across right. the league so, so, just with him retiring. So let's say the average the average career is two years, right? Let's just let's just say, and not everybody is getting. Not everybody's getting first round pick money. Oh. You know, if you if no. pick, you know, if you if you if you're a six round pick, if you're an undrafted free agent, which a lot of these players are, because when you gotta pay Pat Mahomes half a billion dollars, you gotta you gotta you know, you gotta supplement the rest of your roster 
with lower price players in a in a in a lot of the cases. You know what I mean? So Shit. but that's three hundred look, that's three hundred men on the practice squad that's only making goddamn right. I right. think uh, what one fifty now or something. I don't know what yeah, it is, but, but I know at I one time that shit was seventy thousand dollars for the season at one yeah, time. Yeah, it's it's a job. It's it's a but you had a possibility, right, of getting that lottery ticket. Personally, you know what I'm saying yeah, so. Yeah. I, so I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it will ever. It will. I don't think it would ever go anywhere for for that reason. I think the more likely reason for it to go somewhere is. Um, Byron Allen, who's talking about buying the Broncos, um, you know, Michael Jordan, um, Robert Johnson, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of brothers get together and say, you know what, man, fuck this. We gonna, we gonna start our own. Let's start our own league. And they, and they do it. And, you know, you get it, you get it, you get a Deion Sanders to come over there and be a coach. You know what I mean? You get it, you get a, uh, Eddie George to come over there and be a coach. I mean, it's already, it's already semi happening because you know we know we know we know that the Negro leagues was more profitable at the time than Major League Baseball, right? I didn't know we, that. Know that. Yeah, oh, we God. know that, which is why which was the impetus for the integration of Major League Baseball because all the talent, again, right? If you take all the ends out, right? The ends are all the fucking talent. The ends of the draw, all the spectacular plays. All the all the best roles, all the best runs, all of that shit come from the ends in the NFL. They was watching you them know, cats it, like CJ and the Soldier Story right. out there exactly. playing ball. You know, exactly. what I'm exactly. running exactly. shit down. You know, no, bro. That's right. <laughs> it says I got crow with me. You know, it's it's funny how listen. Picture we, this here farmer dust making strong in the pool. We are like well, we're like pretty much well over in there where this conversation just kept going. You know, but. You you brought up some very good points, and you guys have like you know you draw some th- draw some thoughts out into the light again once more. So, yo, like what you said is like so true. You can't take it out. And personally, I think that the fact that this guy hired this dude to be his like um, coach is like a big joke and a slap in the face. It seems to me like the only reason why he really fired Brian Flores is because of the fact that. He told him to kiss his ass when he tried to buy them off. When he tried to buy them off. And he continued, so it's like, I'm going to show the this games. one. He refused to tank the games. And because he refused to tank the games, all the negative came out, and he's had to fall on the sword. But, um, hey, it's like we're almost 10 minutes over as it is. Just real quick. Ky- um, James Harden trade today. Any thoughts? Oh yeah, your yeah, poor Nets X. Your poor Nets. I thought about you X when I saw that because Let I remember you. how excited you were when the trio got together and you were talking about, you know, you you, all, you reminded me of Bill Cosby on stage. You know, when the kids were singing, "That is great." And you know Give what? us Chuck the King. I mean, and you, you know had what? that kind of energy going nah, for the Nets, nah. and then they just trade. <laughs> and then you know, I saw a stat that said Kevin, Kevin, Kyrie, and James played thirteen goddamn games t- together. <laughs> well, Grant, well, Gene, I'm glad that you said that because I'm actually happy that the man got traded today. I'm like really, really happy 
And actually, like, what I said was, if I was saying that, it was probably because you were coming at my team and I had to defend them at all costs. No, 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 no. no. It was a whole different energy back then. When they would just put it together, nobody knew that that Kyrie was going to shit the bed on the team and nobody knew that James was going to get traded. So it was a whole different energy back then. I was not not happy with that (laughs) trade. I don't know, like, what conversation you're thinking about. Cause I all I was not happy. No, with I'm that just trade. talking because you're a Nets fan. I yo, I am. A I was Nets. I was happy no, for the no, but because they got, but they because got I am Harvey. a Nets fan. But because I yeah. am a Nets fan, I was not happy that we got James Harden in the first place. Okay, because personally, y'all know me and everything. I think the dude is a quitter. I don't care how talented he is. I think he like threw himself under the bus. I think that anybody that can't get along with Chris Paul trying to win and has bad things and you actually have a physical thing. Now they said like Chris Paul's an asshole. Let me tell you something. He may be an asshole, but his teammates like him because he gets his teammates but paid and they win done. games and he gets it done and he gets them paid. And James Harden is not that. He's the opposite of that. And they traded my boy fucking Jared Allen and they traded Karis LeVert and I was not happy about that shit because I thought that they had a chance to go to the finals with the team that they had last year and I felt like they were actually doing that shit and they were giving away their best possible chance of going to the finals. And I'm glad that motherfucker is gone today. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm glad... I didn't want him in the first place, but there's no fucking pleasure in seeing him go because of what I said. We lost the opportunity to go to the finals last year. That's the way I look at it. So just understanding that I don't, I don't really watch basketball like that anymore. The Karis Levert trade was the one that I didn't understand. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why you give up. The young, talented, do everything kind of cat. They're calling him a problem child now, ain't they? No, no, not Karis. No, not Karis. He's not. Yeah, he's not. Uh, uh, no, that's the that's the wrong dude. That's the only. Is there a different Levert in the league? Nah, it's not, not him. I, I, I mean, memories. Oh, nah, everybody. Oh, okay. loves, everybody oh. loves Karis Levert. His teammates love him, and like you said, oh. he's a do everything dude. And they were trading him. He was averaging like, you know, this is a guy capable of averaging 20 a game. You were trading him for James Harden to like, you know, change your offense, slow down your team, play less defense. And like, you know, and then also trading Jared, Jared Allen, who really should be an all-star this year. You know, they traded both of their, both of their young guns. I like Jared Allen. Yeah. they, They traded their future for this dude who like gives up on his teams every fucking time. And I'm so glad that he's gone. And I don't know what to feel about Ben Simmons well, right now because Ben Simmons is like I'm gonna tell you, know, you, man. He likes the girls. Boston started a hell of a thing. Boston started a hell of a thing when they put them three together and got a championship. Because yeah. you know LeBron and them follow suit in Miami afterward, and now that that's kind of like a tri- if you don't have a young team that you're building or you already don't have a Warriors, did you playing? You play in position by committee every goddamn year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, or you just playing musical players every year, trying to trying to get that combination to get that chip. Which is why I was so upset that yeah. they traded yeah, that team. Down. They they had those young they had those young guys. They were playing together, and they had there was depth. And like you said, Karis, 
Karras can play shooting guard. He can play point guard. He can play small forward. You know, he just did. He just did everything. And now Cleveland is a team to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, and if Cleveland would have traded Braden, if they would have found a taker, if they would have gotten something good for that for the um for the guy that for the point guard that's injured, they would have been. I would have. I was like, they would have been like easily winning the East this year. But now it's going to be good. It's going to be interesting to watch. It's going to be interesting to watch. But I think people are still sleeping on yeah. Milwaukee. I'm a Net fan, but don't sleep on Milwaukee. That's all I got to say because they're the champions. Oh, no. I, shit. I, look, they, I'll figure out who to bet on when the time comes. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Milwaukee play all last year? Yeah. They yeah, they're they the year. champs. They're the champs. How, right. So how, how, you sleep, how you sleeping who on them? Who would sleep on them? Everybody's sleeping on them. They don't even mention them. For who? They got, some, they got sleeping on. Oh, for the West? Are you, oh, you talking no, about because of the East. West team? No, you can't. No. Oh, you who? Hear what about, other teams? You hear about Philadelphia. You hear about. You've, no. you heard about the Nets before that. You heard you hear about you hear about every other team except for Milwaukee, Miami. You know, a lot of people feel Miami's the best team in the East. You heard a lot about Chicago. Those are all hopefuls. But I, that's a and listen, I don't know anybody me, that doesn't have uh Milwaukee in the in the uh, Eastern Finals. Well Yeah, they got uh Uncle Pete on the Uncle Pete on that team. Uh what's his name? Uh Middleton. They got look like somebody's Uncle Pete. Yeah, Middleton like is basically Pete, Middleton is damn he, near Scottie Pittman in my opinion. But yeah, go ahead. he a monster. He's just Drew a Holiday is a monster. He's just a professional. Middleton is just a professional scorer, and Drew Holiday yeah. is just like he's just precise. Drew Holiday is a monster. Yeah, yeah and I mean, I don't know how you but yo man, I'm gonna tell you something. Man, the West Coast is making some noise, boy, and I ain't talking about no funky ass Lakers. But I'm talking about like Phoenix. Phoenix is good. Uh, uh, yeah, Phoenix is good. Uh, uh, who else? Uh, oh, the Warriors, of course. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I mean, it, and uh, uh, what's the other team that I'm I'm really like watching these days? Dallas, Memphis. No, not Dallas, Memphis. but Denver. Huh? Memphis. Oh, Memphis. Memphis, Memphis is one. Oof. Oh, uh, boys is. Yeah, John Morant. No, the, the West is uh not Denver, but I was just watching someone else. It's got to be Memphis. yeah, Clippers. I don't know what's up with LA teams this year, man. But yeah. and I feel bad for LeBron. We might be watching. We might be watching. We might be watching uh Glory Gone right now, man. Man, yo, <laughs> Glory Gone. He's, you know, he's averaging, he's he, averaging twenty five points a game. He ain't done. It's not him. It's the rest of. I'm not talking about him boom. being done. I'm talking about oh Lakers. His, yeah. his, well. I'm just talking about, you know, it, I, I want to see him get some more chips or, or compete for some more chips and stuff, you know, or be on a good squad or whatnot. I, I just, you know, he probably has the mental magic. He just don't have the physical magic anymore. Yo, it's tough, to, man. To, Every year in the NBA, you yeah. got you got a new crew of young, hungry, talented players coming in. And then every four years, what I, what I do – how I like read, I'll, I'll tell you my secret. This is how I read the NBA teams and how they're going to come up. Cleveland ain't, wasn't a surprise to me this year. I said Cleveland was going to be good. I thought that they would be better. And I said this preseason, I said, if one of their two point guards goes down, because Darius Garland and the other guy that's injured, see, I forgot his name already and everything, and he was the one that they all loved because he was scoring all the points. But, you know, there were reports he didn't pass the ball, all this other stuff. But what I do is I watch the young teams and I watch to see how they're maturing. 
because when you, you talk about the dude play, from the Lakers, no, I'm talking about dude for the Cavs. There's a guy that's out for the. the no, I'm saying, did he used to play on the Lakers? No, the guards you talking about, they got hurt. No, these are these are all like their team is all young, all new guys. And what I do is I watch and I see how they develop, and I see how, I'm like, okay, this guy's going to take one year, this guy's going to take two years, this guy's going to take three years, because when they first come into the league, it's very rare where these guys come into the league and they can make an impact where a team can win. Like, there's not that many players with that much talent. But over the course of years, as they get smarter and they get more tough and everything, they can... So Cleveland wasn't a surprise to me. I knew that Cleveland was going to be good. So I'm good with that. But there's a lot of... But with these older guys, you hear about Harden. You hear about, like, you know, Durant. Every year, these motherfuckers are in their 30s. You don't think that they're going to be able to continue to dominate... You know, Kevin Durant this year is not Kevin Durant of two of like three years ago. You know, and he's not going to be the same next year. He's not going to be as dominant the year after that. Players don't get more dominant; they get less dominant, and that's where teams go wrong. So the Nets got lucky today when they made that trade of James Harden, and they got Ben Simmons because the biggest numbers is not what he averages; it's the fact the biggest number is Ben Simmons twenty five. 25 years old and available and available. So yeah, Ben Simmons, I was going to mention him as to why sports NFL don't have a chance because yo, he's, I'll tell you, man, he's soft, man. Or because I don't know if they value what's on the table as much as yesteryears. Uh, and, and, and they got feelings and this and that. I don't know, man. Well, we'll see. You know, it could be that the NFL is going to turn into this huge churn machine because when a person get broke, next up, next up, next up. Yeah. You know, a person goes soft mentally, next up, well, next right. up. Well, they're not, going, they're not going Ben Simmons is that Ben Simmons is not so interested in being a basketball player, He but he likes being a star. He likes being famous. He likes, like, dating models on Instagram. He likes the lifestyle. But he doesn't like the work. That's what the rumor is about Ben Simmons. And that's the new generation and that's shit, the new right generation there. Shit. And right. it's kind of true. Right. And you know, that's usually the way it works in life. You know, until he gets like twenty nine thirty, he either might appreciate it or he might have had made so much money, which is a very strong possibility when you're making a max contract of like thirty eight million dollars a year that it right. won't really matter so much to you as you think it does, as it does to other people. But that's the knock on Ben Simmons. And there's there's some other rumors out there, but he's in that now. So it's like, hopefully that changes, but maybe it won't. You know, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe those reports about him are wrong completely. But as far as him, when I say he's an enigma, because you said he's soft. I've seen him play on the court. And I've seen him like he basically he plays a form nah, of well not he, soft in that respect. Yeah, not, I'm talking about yeah. up, up here. Yeah, mentally, I'm not he is talking definitely. about physically. But he yeah. plays he plays a form of bully ball and everything, which is why it doesn't make sense that he would have that problem up here, Gene, like you said, because he does play a. Form I can't of wait bully to ball. see him play against Philadelphia. I know that. Oh, I bet y'all be tuning in for that. Oh, I want to see what's gonna, up. That series going to be <laughs> dope because you've got. <laughs> You got this guy who forced his way out of New Jersey, right? 
out of Brooklyn, I should say, out of Brooklyn, because he wants to win so desperately. And you got Ben Simmons, who dissed his teammates so much all during the season this year and went to practice and looked at them niggas like, y'all ain't shit without me. Yo, I can't, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I can't hate on hard, man. Yo, because you know what, man? They didn't fulfill the end of the contract, bro. He wasn't coming. He, I'm telling you, man, they didn't sell him on, look, come on over here, and there's a high probability of some complete dysfunction for your ass. That wasn't the sales pitch, you know what they I'm saying? But at, that's what came about. But they didn't sell him at all. He said, I want to go play in Brooklyn. He said, I will be. I want to be traded to Brooklyn okay. specifically. Uh, right. So it was like well, then those, forced, his reason weren't those yeah, things. He yeah, he forced his for way one, out then. of Houston to go over to Brooklyn. And... That's my I'm problem. glad. That's they right. Never get them for his ass. Get that motherfucker. The get fuck them white people here. money hard. Get them white people money <laughs> on your terms hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, I'm gonna have to wrap it up. We're actually almost an hour and a half right. from Los Angeles, California. All right, y'all. Mr. Gene Hopkins. Yay, yay! I always got to get you out first because you're more likely to just get out of here anyway. And from Detroit, yeah, Michigan. <laughs> Home of City Wings. Our 2896 own. West Grand Boulevard. 2896 Damn. West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. That is the only consistent thing on this show since we began. <laughs> City Wings. That's right. Born yeah. in trouble. Appreciate See y'all. Definitely. Born in trouble. See y'all next week. Peace.